Welcome to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. I'm your host, Kristen Thomas. I'm a relationship, dating, and sex coach based in Kansas City, and I just love to talk to people about what goes on in their sex lives and relationships. I also enjoy a good conversation about love, activism, or making change in the world. Be warned, you should probably be 18 and over, and probably also listening on your headphones. Thanks for tuning in. Ayurvedic health counselor and entrepreneur Jessica Rousseau joined me on Keep Them Coming to talk about sex. We really, we talked about sexual energy because it's such an integral part of relationships for most people. We talked about the seasonal cycles of our intimate lives and how pelvic floor therapy and coaching helped her through vaginismus. She was totally awesome and honest and vulnerable about that journey. And I think that if you or your partner have experienced painful intercourse, that this is definitely a must listen to episode. We also revisited the notion of the patriarchal mother as discussed uh, with Natasha Ria Elskari in episode 48, Mama Sutra. Check the show notes for her contact information. This is a great conversation. I know you will enjoy. Also want to let you know that you can catch me coming up on third Thursday in February. That's at the Nelson Atkins Museum of Art. I'm going to be doing an interactive installation about love on the brain. So you'll have to come by and find out this is the third Thursday in February. It's February 20th at the Nelson Atkins Museum of Art. You can find more information on my social media and on my website as well as on the website for the Nelson, which I believe is Nelson Atkins Org. I really hope to see you there. Do come up and say hello and introduce yourself if we've never met before. I've had the pleasure of meeting a few listeners over the last few months at events that I've never met before. I mean, I love when my friends listen. That's awesome. But the fact that I've got some, some listeners and some fans now, I, I love and appreciate meeting you all and, and hearing your stories and questions and then everything in person. That's just, um, that keeps me going. Thank you, you all. I, I appreciate it. Anyway, enjoy the episode. Well, my guest today is a friend of mine, Jessica Rousseau. She is a Ayurvedic health counselor and entrepreneur. So say hi to everybody. Hello. It's your first podcast. Yay. How exciting. It is exciting. I'm so glad to have you here. I'm glad that it's here with you. Well, and you've been a longtime listener. Yes. So now you're a guest. How's that feel? I know. It feels like I've graduated. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So let's first start off with tell us a little bit more about what you do exactly. Yes. So uh, as an Ayurvedic health counselor, I work with clients one-on-one to help, um, help get them into a good routine and a good diet and lifestyle so that they can reach their health goals. Um, and I'm also trained to look at their health history, mm-hmm. family health history, so have a, um, a good picture of what a person is actually dealing with mm-hmm. from their past, where are they at present, and then how can we go forward to begin to implement little changes that are going to help to bring them back into um, close, a place of balance or closer to balance. Very good. Yeah. I am just starting to get more familiar with Ayurveda and Eastern medicine. So tell me a little bit more about how, how did you even get into that? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So <clears throat> Ayurveda is called Yoga Sister Science. So I discovered it through yoga. Mm-hmm. And I started practicing yoga 11 years ago. And then it was just shortly after going into my yoga practice that I discovered Ayurveda and um, yes, had some phenomenal Ayurvedic teachers in town. Mm-hmm. Um, and then have been slowly over about the last nine or 10 years incorporating the Ayurvedic practices into my life. Mm-hmm. And then in 2017, I just bit the bullet and I went to school for it. Very good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I always get asked, well, how does one become a certified sex coach? So <laughs> what was your schooling like? Yes. Um, my schooling it was very, very wonderful. Uh, so 
for those who aren't familiar with what Ayurveda is, like I mentioned, it's yoga's sister science, but it's very easy to understand when you think of traditional Chinese medicine, mm -hmm. right? So every individual is seen as a unique person unto themselves. Everybody is built um, according to their own constitution and they live life, uh, they live a kind of life that nobody else will ever live before, during, or after them. I like that. Yes. So my schooling was with a group of about, how many of us were there? Like 15 people were there. Um, and it was a lot of reading. It was a lot of learning Sanskrit. And I had this moment when I first started school and I went, oh shit, I'm learning medicine in another language. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> so it was a lot of Sanskrit study. Um, a lot of self-observation. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was actually an actual course, mm -hmm. 750 course hours, um, over a two year period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of lectures, a lot of reading, a lot of taking notes, a lot of taking my own pulse, a lot of looking at people's tongues, a lot of talking about poop. A lot of God, it sounds talk. like what I went through. Other yeah. than looking at people's tongues. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so it was it was a fascinating two years of delightful self-study and learning about the people in my cohort. Mm -hmm. And then eventually learning about the clients that I did my clinicals with and it just keeps expanding from there. So very good. Very yeah. good. So you do focus more on like the one on one coaching. Right. But you're going to do some workshops. Stuff oh, like yeah. So yes, yes. and you've got the Nourished Mama. Oh, I do. I like that group. Tell me more about it. OK, so Nourished Mama is my Facebook community. Um, it's primarily for women, right? Mm -hmm. If a person identifies as a as mama, a mama. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, then that's who it's for. So I have people who are not, they have not given birth, but they are in a mothering kind of role. Mm -hmm. So it's really for anybody mm -hmm. who considers himself in like a leadership kind of role. Um, with the people around them who, like, they need to take care of themselves first before mm -hmm. they can take care of the others around them. Mm -hmm. So every week we, in this group, focus on a different topic. Oftentimes the group votes on whatever topic we want to talk about. You know, um, one week we talked about sex and I did a live video every single day mm -hmm. talking about sex um, and the whole Ayurvedic perspective and how to establish a healthy sex life with healthy boundaries and feel good in your body and to know that it's okay. I had so many members of that community reach out after that saying, it's nice to be in a mom's group where somebody is actually talking about this stuff. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And like last week, our topic was time management and how do you manage the schedule for all the things <laughs> and all the people. Mm -hmm. Yes. So it's, it is a place for healthy-minded people to go and get some tips and good conversation. Mm -hmm. And like you say, find more balance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Fleeting as it is. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because it's a constant thing, right? Your, yeah. your balance is not a, a state of, of um, consistency. No, it's not static. <laughs> no, you might bump into it and you have like a moment of bliss and then the other shoe drops and then you go, okay, mm -hmm. all right, now we've got these other things to work through. You work through those, you find a sense of balance, it's lovely, and then something else comes. So it's it's just a cycle. I think it's just about getting as close to it as you can. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because you're, you're going to, you know, just like a ship kind of mm -hmm. slightly teeters in the ocean, but mm -hmm. it still stays upright. Right. 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 Yeah, that's kind of what you're looking for. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And when a big wave comes, how to not get too rocked off balance and how to come back. Mm -hmm. You got to face it head on though, right? That's the thing. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So what do you feel really makes a nourished mama? Mm. Mm. Juiciness. Mm, I like that. <laughs> that's what it comes down to. <laughs> um, so the, the name nourished mama actually came to me 
last January um, because I will not do New Year's resolutions. I'll do like maybe a word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) For the month of January. Mm -hmm. And then no more after that. Um, So I love the idea of just hunkering down and getting real snuggled in after the new year Mm -hmm. and let the whole world like spin around and like get on its diets and do its running around thing but I and it's dry January and it's yeah yes it's all the things yes but I myself I'm gonna get the kids to bed I'm gonna light some candles take a bath rub oil all over my body get really snug hang out in my bed and that feels super nourishing Mm -hmm. so I I said well I'm the original nourished mama. (laughs) I am oiled up from head to toe, and that feels really nourishing. Mm -hmm. Yes. So that's where that came from. From there, you started your online community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what's your your goal with that group? Mm, That's such a good question. So many goals. (laughs) While I don't hit the ground running in January, I do hit the ground running in spring. Um... So I'm I'm just now really starting to think about goals because I'm going to start really getting into those in the spring. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, I'm thinking... I think that's the best time to work on goals because it's a time of growth. Yes. Right? Yes. The winter time, I think that's why it's so hard for a lot of people to actually set some sort of goal and accomplish it because it's... It's dry, it's dreary, it's, you know, it's cold. You just want to hunker down. Yeah. Yeah. But the spring... You want to you get out. You want to grow. You want to explore. Mm-hmm. So that's when it's a time for movement. Exactly. Well, maybe that's something you're going to talk about here in a second. Oh, when yes. You're talking about um, <laughs> Ayurvedic cycles, things like that. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So my goal with the Nourish Mama is to build a community that is thoughtfully led by the moderator. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> right. There are a lot of Facebook groups out there where you can just go and bitch and vent about yeah. whatever and that's fine. <clears throat> and that's fine. There, There's a place for that for mm-hmm. sure. But um, I kind of like the idea of my group being like a little snippet of like a little yoga class or a little health counseling, just mm-hmm. little snippets. So the goal is that people get what they need from that group and to build a community. And it wouldn't hurt if I got a client or two. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> yes, because it's really all about helping people feel super nourished and super good in their bodies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, how do you think that'll help people have better sex? Ooh. <laughs> Talked about it being juicy. Juicy, you know? juicy. <laughs> yes. Ah. Uh, so, I okay. I just I love sex. <laughs> Yay, me too. <laughs> and I love all the things around sex. And it's so fun. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Not it can just. be. It can be, right? Once you yes. kind of take your own power. Yes. And yeah. Without a doubt. For sure. But just like all of the energy surrounding sex and sensuality. Mm-hmm. So when I say sex, I'm also including sensuality and juiciness Mm -hmm. in there so it's not just like bang bang intercourse right right (laughs) it's about the kissing and the cuddling the touching the rubbing the yeah massages the foreplay the yeah the whole package and getting yourself there first Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh so um yeah talking back about like the ayurvedic cycles Mm mm-hmm of life and the year so in my mind when I'm saying like a cycle 12 months January to December is one full cycle Mm -hmm. in my mind Mm -hmm. right so we've gotten one revolution around the sun Mm -hmm. um so in this in these winter months when it's cold and dreary and dry and the dark um yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> we're, we have snow on the ground right now, and it's like the sun's not going to come out today, and it's, it's cold as hell, hot. and so we're in it. We're yeah. in it right now. Yeah, but it's fine because, you know, now is the time to sleep, mm-hmm. right? And, like, if you want to have sex, let it be, like, super lazy sex. 
<laughs> I haven't had lazy sex in a while, so I don't know oh, about all that. But me either. <laughs> I have small children in my house. <laughs> Nothing gets to be lazy in my house. But back in the day, mm-hmm. that's actually one of the ways that my husband and I bonded so beautifully when we were just dating is that we both loved lazy winter sex. <laughs> what you're just like laying on your side, and he's just like creeps up on you. Oh yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah. Just pull your PJ pants down. You yep. don't even like get naked. Yeah. Leave the socks on. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Knee socks. Thigh highs. They're oh, cute. Oh, man. Yeah, it's been a while since I got to have lazy sex with yeah. partner. I haven't had a partner that sleeps in my bed in a while. So. Right. Yeah. It's right. different when, when you're living that lifestyle. It is very, very different. Well, that was one, one of my vetting processes to find somebody. Like, uh-huh. okay. Tell me more. Who... <laughs> Who is going to be down for snuggle season? Because mm-hmm. in my mind, this is snuggle season. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So when I was single and able to do this, um, yeah, it was, mm, who wants to just like hang out in bed on a Saturday and just order a bunch of Indian food <laughs> <laughs> and keep up with me at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> And he passed all of the tests with flying colors. That's why you let him put a ring on it, right? <laughs> and a baby in and it. And a baby in it. And then another baby in it. <laughs> he won. He won. He figured you out. Yes. Yes. But ultimately, it's because you found someone whose energy matched yours, right? You both found that that's something <clears throat> that energetically you enjoy is that sort of time together. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really nice. Um... Yeah, we often talk about, oh, 2013. <laughs> or if we if we have a nice roll in the hay now, we'll like high five and like that was very 2013. <laughs> <laughs> Things were fresh and juicy. Yes, they were. And it all started because, you know, I, for myself, I had this amazing daily care routine. And that was a candlelit bath every single night before bed oiling my feet, oiling my head, drinking, literally drinking oil um, to keep everything just really juicy. So by doing these things, haven't really dealt with any dry skin in the winter, Mm -hmm. like no cracked knuckles, no cold nose. It's been really nice. Um, After all of my oiling, and it's called internal and external oleation Mm -hmm. in the Ayurvedic world. Okay. And I'm sure other worlds also. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would go back into my room and just snuggle down and read my books or write in my journal or whatever I wanted. And it felt so full. It was like, there's just so much. So that, and, and you know, like on those days that Josh was there, mm-hmm. it was lovely uh-huh. <laughs> and lazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> So that by the time spring really came around, you know, at that time, and then this is my intention going forward every year, spring comes around and then just like, yes, okay, let's open the windows. Let's change up the way the house looks. Yeah. Let's Mm -hmm. start to get a little more expressive, like start to wear sexier outfits. Yeah, start to have a little more like exciting and engaged sex. Mm-hmm. Start to kind of venture into this, hmm, like dipping your toe into adventure. So that then by the time summer comes around and the days are long and you, it's painful to even wear any clothes at all because <laughs> it's so hot. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're in this place where you just love your body body and it feels good to be in your body and you know if you've been playing with that then you can step into this place of like full expression just think about like how the leaves on the trees are just bright Mm -hmm. green and everything is full and lush and yes Mm -hmm. yes yes and so and so that's just summer sex (laughs) so I had made the argument that you should be careful about participating in cuffing season because, you know, cuffing season is, is now is the cuddling season, you know, it's the going into the winter months and mm-hmm. you're trying to find someone to like latch on to yes. through the winter. Yes. 
because, well, I mean, if you're going into it, like being honest about like, hey, it's cuffing season. I kind of want like a friend to like cuddle up next yes. to and stay warm with and yes. like you want to be that friend. And then like it evolves and like, huh, maybe I need to reassess my oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> thoughts yeah. on cuffing season now. <laughs> I'm not familiar with cuffing. Though. Oh, yeah. Well, just the idea of, you know, like you're you know, locking it down, oh, you know, like, yeah, yes. like handcuffs, like you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because now it does kind of make more sense when you think about that. Like if they like you in the winter months when it's, you know, you're wearing all the, the big sweaters oh, yeah. and you know, it's, you're all fluffy. And yeah. There's nothing sexy about that. Yeah. And flannel <laughs> PJ pants and all that. Right. <laughs> they like you during that season and then spring comes along and they start to see more skin and mm-hmm. they're seeing more activity and hmm, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'll re- I might I might discuss reassessing. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I've never intended to like have a test like I will marry the person who can do X, Y, and Z. It was just it sort of happened. Yeah. You kind of woke up and went like, "Oh, he matches all these things that I happen to like. Yes. Yes. Well, and also in Ayurveda, there is the concept of doshas. Tell me more. So doshas are the key energies present in all things. It's what we all share. So um, in our culture, we would identify that as like a mind body type. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So, you know, some people are just naturally smaller framed, small bones, like maybe have a hard time putting on weight, maybe deal with a lot of anxiety. Um, yes, this would be like a vata body type. So that okay. vata dosha is the energy of like light, dry, cold, rough, winter months. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So um, then there's the pitta dosha. So the pitta body type would be somebody who's just an athletic build. You know, look at Sporting KC, the Sporting KC team, Mm -hmm. and you see a row full of pitta body types. (laughs) (laughs) Just like um, muscular, everything's just very proportionate. You know, a woman with a gorgeous hourglass figure, that's a, that's a good sign of pitta. Um, people who are ambitious and driven. When you go to your chamber networking events, you're in a room full of pittas. <laughs> <laughs> so there's... Actually, it's your chance, like, I think I'm a pitta. You, you have a lot of pitta, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then there is the kapha dosha. <clears throat> I'm coming around to, like, why this works with my husband's and my energy. Yes. Um, so the kapha dosha is maybe a person with larger frame, um, super thick hair, really big, wonderful eyes. You can see a lot of the whites of their eyes. Think of like Oprah. Mm-hmm. Oprah is kapha dosha. <laughs> right. And she's real. I love her because she's really honest about her weight yo-yoing. Mm-hmm. You know, and kapha tends to be the person who's going to, um, when they're in ba- when they're out of balance, they're going to maybe carry a little extra weight and it's just harder to shake off. Mm-hmm. So I say this because knowing myself, I'm a vata pitta, body and mind type. And my husband has a great deal of kapha. He's just a, he's a big, wonderful, hairy man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just so much bigger than me. Mm-hmm. And I loved that about him. So I was like, well, I have a lot of vata and pitta, and I'm constantly pr- bringing those two back in balance. I don't have enough kapha in my life, but he's got a lot of kapha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we just, our doshas lined up so beautifully. <laughs> so I love that. Yes. I love that. <laughs> I, you know, I, I do believe in that kind of stuff, that there's things that help you line up better or not as well with other people. Yes. And that it is important to take a look at some of these things. Whatever it is you may believe in. Yeah. That, yeah, whether it's, you're just simply looking at qualities, if you're looking at doshas, if you're looking at zodiac or yes. things yeah. like that, you gotta, yeah, just, ultimately it is about finding um, both attraction and likeness, but also in balance. Yes. Right? Absolutely. You still have a lot of things in common with him, otherwise you wouldn't, 
<laughs> probably still be married. Right. However, like you're saying that you found the, the balance part too. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. Does he, okay. So, I mean, he's, he's a white dude, you know, yeah. we're, we're white women, but like, does he, does he believe in this kind of stuff? Is he supportive of this? Like, where does he kind of fall in his thoughts about this kind of, uh, Eastern medicine? Well, he is a Western nurse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he is an RN and has been a nurse forever. So we have a lot of conversations in our house about why. Okay, so we, our girls understand that there is such thing as mommy medicine and daddy medicine. Okay. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we're constantly duking it out over, <laughs> you know, my way has just as much value as your way. I recognize your way has value, but mine really needs to be more respected in this particular moment. So uh-huh. we have a lot of dynamic conversations about um, the validity of each person's chosen field. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I grew up in a chiropractic family, so there's a lot of um, not always trusting medical community. Yes. Um, believing definitely that there's alternative ways to treat certain things, maybe not all things. Right. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I grew up with a, an alternative view of medicine as well. So. Yes. Yeah. One of the guys I'm dating is a doctor, and so there's times where I'm like, I don't know if, like, if in the long run, would that be an issue? <laughs> If I'm like, you just need to go get an adjustment. You don't need to go to the doctor. <laughs> it is really, really, really interesting. It's fascinating. Well, and Ayurveda has this concept called sampropti, mm-hmm. which is the six stages of disease. So as an Ayurvedic health counselor, I am trained and qualified to deal with a person or to work with a person who is dealing with the first three stages of sampropti. Mm-hmm. Our Western medical community acknowledges disease beginning at the fourth stage. Ah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're much more in the prevention. Yes. And he's in the, you know, he's in the treatment, which, you know, yeah. by that point it's, you and I are <laughs> smiling because we know that like, oh, well, you've let things go too far if it's to that point. Or, you well, know, something traumatic has happened. Yes. Or, yeah. But yes, yeah. there's, again, the time and place for medicine, the time and place we're going to the hospital, if we're going to the doctor for antibiotics, yes. all those things. Yes, we get it. I get it. Don't, I don't want to get any emails thinking I'm an anti-vaxxer because I'm not. Uh, although right. my parents were, so I didn't get my vaccinations until I was older, but oh, yeah, that's a whole that's separate a whole conversation. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll bring him absolutely. in for that one. Yeah. yeah. So I want to bring in pelvic floor therapy mm-hmm. in this point. Here. Well, so, so um, when I had my children, my body type um, does not like carrying children. Because mm-hmm. you're little and I am very small petite. frame. Yeah. Yes, my metabolism is crazy fast. And so, you know, a lot of women complain about gaining too much weight, but I was not able to gain weight when I was pregnant. And people say, like, like oh, aren't you so lucky? Or, oh, you bounce back so fast. But... The other side of that is uh, I had very, very, very challenging pregnancies. I was say, if you're not able to get the nutrition and everything mm-hmm. that you need, that means the baby's just leeching off you. Yes. Sorry, little parasites. But <clears throat> that's, you know, at that point, technically what they are, they're pulling whatever they can from you because that's just what they have well, to that's, do. Well, yeah. that's the way, that's yeah. biology. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. So then, you know, after you have them, yeah, uh, I can do a number on on women like you. Yeah. 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 And so I, um, I mean, at this point I have to say, thank God for Western medicine. I am eternally grateful for Western medicine because without it, uh, I would not be alive. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely would have died in childbirth with my first, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. So thank God for hospitals and all of the caring labor and delivery staff and super, super knowledgeable team of doctors who were like on it mm-hmm. to help out. Um, so big old props <laughs> to Western medicine. Thanks for keeping me here. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, but 
it, it's so it's really interesting when you have a baby you are getting a living creature from the inside of your body to the outside of your body <laughs> mm-hmm. and this living being has grown inside your body so much that all of your organs get pushed to the side mm-hmm. it's crazy so I was fortunate enough to be able to have vaginal deliveries both times with mm-hmm. both babies. Um, yes. And because I had very challenging labor and birth experiences, um, was holding on to a little bit of trauma mm-hmm. in my, well, like you and Christy talked about, my second chakra mm-hmm. was just yeah, my last episode with Christy Clemens, yeah. Yes, so good. I mm-hmm. heard you guys talking about the second chakra and how mm-hmm. women hold trauma there, which makes sense because the womb is a room, mm-hmm. right? It's going to be filled with something. Mm-hmm. One way and, or another. And everything that our bodies go through, like a, a previous guest, Jerry Basgill, said on when she was talking about somatic therapy, mm-hmm. that if you've had a medical procedure, which childbirth, obviously, it's very <laughs> medicalized, especially mm-hmm. for your experience, mm-hmm. um, that you experience trauma and that your body holds on to it. And studies have come out showing that the first place that women hold on to tension, trauma, all that stuff is their pelvic floor. It's that sacral chakra. So, yes. yeah. So mm. what was your journey kind of like after childbirth trying to kind of reclaim that area <sighs> for yourself? Long. It was a very, very long journey. So, you know, holding on to a lot of pain, right? Painful intercourse. A deal of pain. Mm-hmm. A lot of, <clears throat> a lot of um, identity confusion. You Tell know. me more about that. Because Ooh. I'm sure that there's some women out there who just heard identity confusion. Went, Ooh. Um, and then some men who might go, what does that mean? So. <laughs> Tell me more. Well, you know, when you have a baby, when you get pregnant, your body ceases to be your own. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's sending all of the key nutrients to the baby first and then whatever's left over <laughs> gets to go to you. <laughs> yes. Um, and so there's that identity confusion there. But then once you have the baby, well, like, okay, so you're a mom, but you're still you. You're this person's wife. You're still a daughter. You just added a whole layer of identity where this tiny helpless creature depends on you for everything Mm -hmm. it's very challenging to just snap right back into your sexy self Mm -hmm. when your boobs are leaking Mm -hmm. and your body's a weird shape and all of those things and then they say at six weeks okay you're cleared to have sex but what (laughs) (laughs) how do you do that Mm -hmm. yes um Natasha Ria Alscari that was on here was talking about the patriarchal mother. Yes. The idea that, uh, you know, once you're a mother that your sex life ceases to exist or you're no longer seen as a sexual object. And that's that's uh, deep and goes beyond what society sees in us. It's about what, what does our spouse now see from us? Mm-hmm. What does our family now expect from us? And what do we hold as far as expectations for ourselves now that we're a mother? Yes. Yes. I loved hearing her talking about the patriarchal mother Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes Yes. because I just I myself not being a mother I'll probably never experience that myself but I've seen it play out on other people and I see it play out in our society too where that you know your mother is sacred you don't talk about sex with her you don't even think about the idea that your mother has given a blowjob or ridden a dick (laughs) or (laughs) you know all those things but she has and she hopefully still does right right yeah yeah and and it does our society such a disservice to put our mothers on that pedestal because then you know you talk about the next generation what does that then do for your wife your spouse your partner yeah and your child then one day is you know if you have a daughter she's going to be probably a mother what are you doing to her right and teaching her that it's not okay to still have a sex life and to still be sexy and to still want all the things that she wanted before she had a child and to teach our sons how mm-hmm. to help her through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I went to pelvic floor physical therapy because um, I had a lot of issues around sex. Um, it was excruciatingly painful. 
Um, so I've had pelvic floor therapists on here talking about their process, mm. but you know, you're on the uh, receiving end. It was quite so. receptive. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for a quick break. I promise it'll just be a minute, so stay tuned. I'll be right back after a few words that help me get paid. So, you know, tell tell me just you don't have to give me like the details that you don't want to, but I am curious, you know, what what did that kind of what was it first like to even pick up the phone and call a pelvic floor therapist, mm-hmm. recognizing that like you needed something that you weren't getting help with um in a traditional way, either from your OBGYN or things like that? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I'm I'm a very physically curious person. Mm-hmm. So it was very easy for me to actually reach out to a, a pelvic floor PT. And I, I thought, oh, I'll reach out to her and I'll go to one quick little assessment and she'll poke a spot and I'm good to go because <laughs> I do yoga and I know about Ayurveda and surely I can't be that broken. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bless your heart. I know. <laughs> and as you know, when you go into anything with that kind of a mindset, it's going to be like, well, Here's the thing. <laughs> we're we're going to take your plan and throw it in the trash, mm-hmm, Jessica. That's sweet. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to do something completely You're different. You're going to be here for a while. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, I it was really nice to go and and the initial exam was very much like um, a standard pelvic exam. Mm-hmm. You know, like your Feet in the stirrups. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> well, no stirrups. Okay. But you know, like your legs are covered with a sheet and you're just looking at the ceiling like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but unlike a pelvic, un- unlike a standard exam where it's like speculum quick in and out, it was so gentle and so reassuring. And the level of knowledge and care that I got from my pelvic floor PT who is Katie Rush at The Perfect Pelvis. Mm-hmm. Also been a guest. Also been a guest, yes. yes. She's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. She she said, well, no wonder you don't have a sex drive anymore. This has to, this probably does hurt. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> oh, how reassuring. I know. <laughs> and For she, real, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so she was able to explain anatomically what was going on, and I... I go into, you know, any sort of doctor's office with many, many questions and many more questions. And mm-hmm. yeah. as you should, you got to be your own health advocate. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. And I was like, okay, so there's this pelvic model. I want you to bring it over here. <laughs> <laughs> and so I ultimately had 12 weeks of physical therapy on my pelvic floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I had a condition, which you've referred to before, it's called vaginismus. Mm-hmm. Basically, um, my pelvic floor was in perpetual spasm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so vaginismus creates incredibly painful intercourse because, you know, if your vaginal floor is just spasming and tightening up, the, trying to put anything inside of it does not feel good. And when you see your husband coming near you and he's like... Hey, you. Hey, it's summertime, and I know how you are in the summertime. <laughs> I was just like, not this summer. <laughs> no. And I would clench up, which would aggravate the vaginismus. Mm-hmm. And then it was just this perpetual cycle, mm-hmm. getting worse and worse and worse. So uh, Katie was really gentle about soothing that mm-hmm. and... She finally graduated me, which was a great Yay. day. Um, but I took a, I took what I call a two-pronged approach to my Project Mojo Rising because mm-hmm. <laughs> I would, <laughs> I wanted to reclaim my sexuality again. It had been almost five years mm-hmm. of not being that sexual person. That's a long time to not feel like yourself, to not feel like your sexual self. Because yes. that's a huge component of who you are. You are kidding yourself if you don't think that your sexual self is is key to your personhood yeah. and, and key to your growth. Well, yeah. And talking about um, your sexuality um, emanates from your second chakra. Mm-hmm. That's really, really, that's base energy. Mm-hmm. basic so you've got survival where you feel comfortable and safe in your environment 
And then your sexual identity and expression. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's so, so vital. And, you know, being uh, an entrepreneur and starting Veda Jess and the health counseling and yoga classes and everything, I could not create any amount of success with my second chakra in perpetual spasm. Mm -hmm. So I took the physical approach, which was pelvic floor PT, and then the other side of it was coming to see you. Mm, Yes. (laughs) Yes, and talking about, like, what are my hang-ups around sex now? And it was awesome to be able to come in and talk for an hour at a time about sex stuff. I was so excited to meet you. (laughs) And I was so excited that you were willing to talk about that on here because I've never had, like, a client, you know, come on and talk. So thank you for being willing to do that. Oh, it was wonderful. It was, I loved that you were taking that two-prong approach because I had talked to clients before who had done the pelvic PT and then were like done and had been done for a while. We're starting to see symptoms come back and then they're Mm -hmm. trying to see me Mm -hmm. versus people who wanted to see me and then go to pelvic PT. I was like, yo, this really will work better if you were doing both at the same time. Both at the same time. Yes. And it was a lot of effort. It was a lot of work. It's a lot of time. Yeah. But it was so worth it. I actually feel like I fast-tracked it um, because one of Katie's... Uh, so she always sent me home with assignments. Mm-hmm. Right. And exercises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As do I, right? Yes. As do you. <laughs> yes. And one day she said, okay, this week you need to make sex enjoyable for you and on your terms. And it like blew my mind. I had no idea how to tap back into that. And so it was awesome to be able to come in and sit in your chair and say, okay, how do I do this? (laughs) Give me permission to do this. Yeah. And really actively and intentionally stepped away from that patriarchal mother Mm -hmm. role. Mm -hmm. Yes. I would agree. Yeah. That was a, a big step in helping you reclaim your sexuality, your womanhood, yes. you had to pull partly away from the motherhood role. Yes. And that's not to take away from the motherhood role. Let's, let's no. not say that that means that make, I'm expecting women to be less of a mother. Right. It is simply about finding that balance mm-hmm. between you are a woman and you are a mother. You are a sexual creature as part of that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And permission for pleasure is one of the biggest things that I focus on mm-hmm. with clients is mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter what it is you like or you want or you need, but you do have to give yourself permission to enjoy those things yeah. and permission to express it to your partner and and find the ways to express it to your partner in a way that will you know, show them that this is what you want and what you need mm-hmm. um, and that you want, it's that bid, you know, it's that bid for, yeah. you know, here's what I need, my love, and, uh-huh. you know, help me, help me get these things. Right. So, you know, that's, this feeds in really nicely to the Ayurvedic cycles because mm-hmm. everything in my mind always comes back to Ayurvedic cycles. So now we are in this place of dark, long nights, cold, mm-hmm. so snuggly sex, now in the winter of 2020 it looks very different than how it did in 2013 mm-hmm. you know snuggle sex is far more intentional mm-hmm. you know it is it's much more like we're helping each other mm-hmm. rather than just expressing with each other processing that mm-hmm. processing helping each other versus expressing to each other so so you're feeling this is are you saying that you feel like it is more of like the connection is different like you're more of like turning you're more like turning into each other yes. rather than like i'm me and you're you yes. and we're coming together in this moment yes. okay okay yes yes i like that yeah thanks and so by doing that little bit of study now and taking it slow and being okay with like the dark long nights and the cold and like, okay, you're in loads of sweaters and layers. Um, studying that now as the days start begin to come longer, mm-hmm. as the temperatures begin to increase, I'm so looking forward to springtime sex again. Yay! <laughs> because now we're, now we're like really, really studying. Mm-hmm in a mind-body kind of way, 
and this is this is as personal for me. It's not only just like I'm super tantric with my husband now. Mm-hmm. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. He's got he's got years of good sex to make up for. So <laughs> maybe someday we'll be there. But uh-huh. today is not that day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I get to be tantric myself. Mm-hmm. You're talking about masturbation, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or just like telling him, okay, now. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah. Or wearing the underwear that I want to because I feel like it. Mm-hmm. And he never has to even know. Mm-hmm. Nobody has to know. It's just me. I love putting on pretty panties mm-hmm. every day. It has nothing to do with whether or not somebody's going to see them. Right. They're just for me. Yeah. I'll be cleaning house wearing a lacy thong. Like, totally. It's just, just not necessarily the most comfortable thing, but I just know I put it on for myself that day. Yeah. yeah. And then you take it off whenever mm-hmm. you feel like it mm-hmm. because that's nice. <laughs> yeah, it feels nice to take off a thong. Yes, yes it, does. it does. Oh, God. <laughs> it does. Boy shorts are everything. Cheekies. I'm getting more into the boy shorts, mm. yes. Mm-hmm. I do have a lovely pair of, like, blue ones that uh, I enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> as you go into 2020, mm-hmm. thinking about more of the uh, the entrepreneurial side, mm-hmm. what are what are some of your goals for building your business this year? <sighs> well, it just not continues. resolutions, right? Not goals, resolutions. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, you know, at this moment, it's it's really just coming back to juiciness. Mm-hmm. So, is that your word for 2020? No, actually, my word for 2020 is support. Support. Okay. Support. Yeah. And it's support so that it's a reminder for me to reach out and ask for support from my marketing lady mm-hmm. or from my graphic design person or whomever. So I'm not doing 100% of everything on my own yeah. and spinning my own wheels. And when I ask for support, then I am able to turn around and better support my clients. So it's really support. That's ultimately the goal. I get support so that I can support. And when I support I my like clients, that. then they can support their world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, juiciness first. So my word for 2020 is love. Oh, perfect. Yes. Because I, as I love myself, it enables me to better love other people. Mm-hmm. And those people are turning around spreading love to others and so mm. on and so forth. So it's just the, the trickle down love. Totally. <laughs> totally. Well... So, and I hope to find like love in 20. I've been single for four years now. Yeah. It'll be five this summer. Like I'm ready. I'm ready for my person. I'm ready for my emperor. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So then on that note in Sanskrit, the word for love is also the same word for oil. Sneha, which is not a pretty word at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not really. No, no, it's not. So think about whenever you are, Calling in love whenever you are thinking about being love, think also of oil. And that can be like an oil massage on your skin or an oil massage on your scalp or maybe a little extra oil on your food. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Okay. I'll think about that. Returning back. That helps to facilitate this sense of like grounded fullness. Okay. Thank you for that. You're welcome. I will will do that. Yeah. Again, I'm actually noticing... My 39th birthday. Yay. It's pro- actually on the day that this episode will probably go up. So, um, happy birthday thank to you. you. <laughs> so, I've been noticing some differences in my skin. And I actually have been thinking about that maybe oil mm-hmm. on, you know, my legs, arms. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I'm really noticing, like, legs, arms, and my neck. I see, like, mm-hmm. a slight difference in what my skin looks like. So, yeah. And then moisturizing lotion hasn't done the trick. So, maybe mm. switch to actual oil. Yeah, and, and sesame oil okay. is great. Okay. Like the kind that you can cook, cook with. with. Okay. Just not toasted sesame oil because then you will smell like stir fry. Yeah, I don't so want you to. don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. But you can mix um, just Some regular. Yeah. So what I do this time of year, because I feel like it makes everything just like mm, yummy and softer, uh, sugar, just like regular sugar with sesame oil, blend mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Put your favorite essential oils that you love in there. And every time you take a shower, 
scrub your, your body. Sugar scrub. So mm-hmm. here, feel me. I have not used commercial skin care in nine years. I mean, I feel like mine's fairly decent, but again, I'm yes. noticing a difference in how it looks. Right. So, yeah. And so that helps with the feeling too when you touch mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. Like with that oil and just imagine that oil just seeping in. It's okay. great for skin elasticity. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Adding to my adding to my 2020 stuff. So, yeah. but back to your 2020 oh, stuff. Oh, okay. So, yes. growing your business. Mm-hmm. You did mention something earlier before we started recording about kind of letting some things go. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> I think that's a very important thing. There's a lot of small business owners and entrepreneurs that listen to my show. Um, I think that we are sometimes doing ourselves a disservice and and holding back and kind of being, allowing ourselves to be small, as Mm -hmm. Brene Brown talks about. Mm -hmm. So what do you feel like you're trying to let go of to allow yourself to flourish this Uh, year? Anxiety. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, So I... At the first few days of every new calendar year, I sit with this idea. What do I want to release? Like, bless and release. Mm-hmm. What do I want to call in? So this year, uh, what just kept coming back to me was anxiety around the business and feeling the need to grow really, really fast and really hard and do everything all on my own Um and looking around and seeing people who are growing and, you know, and it, on social media, you know, you just see people say, this year in my business was amazing. And like, it could be because they made $1,500 and yeah. that was it's all perspective, right? right? It's all relative. Right. And so I was looking at all of these other businesses saying like, oh no, I hit, not good enough, not good enough, you know. And so I've decided that I'm letting go this year of anxiety. So if something feels angst ridden for me, it's time for me to step away, take a breather, go for a little walk in the woods, shampoo the carpets, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like get that energy out mm-hmm. and then come back to it so that I can be, um, let's just have a more enjoyable business experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that might make me grow a little more slowly, and that's great. The thing I'm trying to let go yes. of in 2020 is um, self-criticism. Now, it's oh. not about self-doubt. I don't doubt my skill or my abilities, um, but there's some things that I'm holding back on because I'm hypercritical of myself. Uh, I could always be better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I despise myself on video. Oh, no. Everyone's like, you need to be doing video with your podcast. I'm like, fuck that. I don't like oh myself my on video. I'm doing better, Casey, tomorrow. I hate watching my live TV appearances. I just do not like myself on video, oh. especially like a Facebook Live, Instagram Live, things that's like me, just just me in my face. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I don't like it. Mm. But here's where it stems from. Okay. Uh, having lost 65 pounds a couple of times. A couple of times. A couple of times. That's a lot. That's huge. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. And most people that know me right now don't really know that I've had that journey unless they've been friends with me like um, three or four years Mm. or more. Yeah. Um, So there are times where when people are are complimentary of my looks, especially like, you're so pretty. You should be doing video. I'm like, "Mm, it's true. You wouldn't be saying that if I was 20 or 40 or 60 pounds. That's where my mind goes. Oh. It's like, thank you so much, but you wouldn't be saying it if. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't like utilizing my looks mm. to try to sell my business. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I guess I do selfies on my Instagram page, but like, and I just did a photo shoot this week that was a nice little boost for my confidence. Ooh, very fun. But I, I'm also not going to post like the racier, sexier pictures on like my company sure you know, page, maybe on my personal yeah but you know it's not going to be something I'm going to use to like promote my my image for my business right <clears throat> he did take some very lovely ones of me like fully clothed <laughs> I had some topless ones too uh, fun. so it was it was nice it was fun but yeah I just I I do hold back on some of the things that I probably should be doing that would help my business because mm. I am critical of myself Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but and then also somewhat critical of others perception of it too because again it's the you like me now but hmm. 
it could all go to shit if something happened and I put weight back on mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. yeah so I gotta get over that well I'm gonna point you back in the direction of Oprah <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt Oprah mm-hmm. <laughs> you know she really is the best she really is the best and think about all of the times that she had a camera in her face at like four in the morning when she's on her treadmill makeup free Mm-hmm. she's not looking good and she just showed it out there people didn't turn away that actually endeared them to her so it's true. It's she true. actually got more love she got a lot of hate there for a while in the 90s when yeah. it was the scene the fluctuations but it was once she opened herself up and was vulnerable about her experiences with her weight and the self-doubt and the self-inflicted shame mm-hmm that she was able to kind of let let that shit go. Yeah. Yeah, let the haters I gotta hate. Let that, Bye. Yeah, I got to let that shit go. Yeah. Yeah, well, and it's a process too. It is. Yes. It is absolutely. Yes. And I would never in a million years let a client talk to themselves like that. So oh, I shouldn't talk to myself like that about it, but yeah, I got to find my way to get past it. So 2020 is letting go of that self-criticism and um, figuring I, out how to put myself out there more because I've got big goals and I yes. got to, you know, let that, let that shit go. Yeah. And don't should all over yourself. Right. Right. I hate the word should. I know. And there are times where I find myself like typing it to somebody or even to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you should, you know, you should look at this person, you, you know, whatever you should. Nope. Mm. Remove it. Don't should all over nope. yourself. I'll, I'll ask a question or I'll pose it as like, this was recommended for you or have you thought of doing this? Mm-hmm. What if you did that? Consider this in the mm-hmm. future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look into this author. Not You should read this book. Yes. Absolutely. It's just such a more gentle um, and my, stronger. My first mother-in-law used to, you should do this. You should do oh, that. You should do that. Yes. fucking crazy. Yeah. God, I'm glad I don't have that one with my mother-in-law. <laughs> Ugh. Ooh. Well, let's do your reading. I've already yeah. shuffled your card, so if you would like to cut into three. Those are awesome cards, by the way. They are beautiful cards. Oh, my God. Super fun. Okay. All so right. Actually, I think we go this way and then this way. Oh. Okay. Well... Tell us what you have there. It looks like the Eight of Earth, but you can go ahead and pick that card up and hmm. describe what you see for the listeners. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> well, it is a beautiful woman with wild curly hair, which I've really been trying to manage on my own, and I cannot make it curl <laughs> like that. So this woman with my dream hair... <laughs> Uh, doing the Eight of Earth. She's playing a beautiful instrument. It looks like maybe she's hypnotizing something. Could be like maybe a, a cobra, but also It kind of reminds like me belt. of the, pi- the pipe that snake charmers play. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's just sitting really comfortably on the floor in a little shirt. And quite possibly we could see everything if the light were better mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's like a. I mean to me when I looked at it it reminded me of like the idea of a, like a snake charmer oh yeah totally. she's oh, trying yeah. to she's charming a snake mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what it might be I think that maybe that's like a belt yeah right like a belt that's be, like come off someone's uh-huh. taking their pants off and she's mm-hmm. telling that belt mm-hmm. what and it's I don't do. think she's wearing underwear you're right yep, yeah yep yep <laughs> so the Earth suit is the suit of pentacles. It's about the sense of touch and the physical and material sphere. And the Earth governs the body and our knowledge of it and also the instincts and sensations which this knowledge brings about. It's also the relationship with the self and one's inner being. So the eight is about manual ability. Oh, That's yay. why I kind of giggle because so I was like, <clears throat> <laughs> stories. Uh, commitment, <laughs> dedication, unique gifts. Um, it's the sun in Virgo and it's about the need to live in a critical and artistic way with love for detail. Oh yeah. I do love detail. Mm-hmm. But also pinnacles being about, hang on, we're going to let this jet pass. 
the hell is that? It sounds like a B2, actually. Let's also say a little prayer that we're not going to war anytime soon as a country. Mm -hmm. Oh, and on that, every time there is uh, anxiety around that, you can always offer up to the world, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be free from suffering, and you can turn it in so that it's all-encompassing, may we be happy, may we be healthy, may we be free from suffering. Thank you. Yes. That's all I can think about these days. I know. Possibility. May we be happy. May we be healthy. May we be free from suffering. Yes, please. Yes, please. So, yeah, we live close to a B-2 um, Air Force Base. So sometimes if they're deployed, mm. we hear them. And I'm pretty sure that's what that was. So let's hope that wasn't on a military run. <sighs> yeah. So. What is Pentacles? Pentacles is, uh, really is about getting your money. Um, oh. and, and the, the eight, again, that's about your, your manual ability. So it's your physical capability of lining your pockets. Hmm. Um, you know, eight being up there towards the, you want to be as close to your 10 as possible, but your hmm. eight is where you're at that point where you've removed a lot of obstacles. So keep moving towards that place of fulfillment and abundance and you'll Ooh. be at the 10. Marvelous. Well, and so I am uh, on February 8th starting up an Ayurvedic yoga series mm -hmm. at the Wellness Wheel in North Car um, <laughs> North Kansas City. Uh-huh, very Not good. Not North Carolina. <laughs> um, North Kansas City. Um, yeah, yes. tell, tell, tell us how people can take classes from you, do all the things, get a hold yeah, of you. Yes, please. Yeah, well, more it was more. my goal to have eight students uh -huh. sign up for this six-class pass. Perfect. Yes. So um, starting February 8th, I'll be teaching a one-hour yoga class every Saturday morning, and it's going to be yoga based on the wisdom of Ayurveda. So what's happening in the season, we are going to be doing um, yoga postures and breathing techniques to help complement that so you feel good and you you know how to manage your own energy according to what's going on in the world at large. So I think there's a lot of people out there who are feeling like they need some support hmm. with that. So challenging times in our world, right? Yeah. And the support is there. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You just got to reach out and find it. So yeah. Um, yeah, there's a, I think, well, one, we're heading into February is the toughest month for depression mm -hmm. because of our, our season. Yes. Um, we tend to be a very cloudy region, especially around mm -hmm. here in February. Mm -hmm. Not much sun, not much vitamin D. Mm -hmm. um, and again, it's just kind of like the cycle of where things are going. You know, we've mm -hmm. been around the, the dry and the darkness and the, the mm -hmm. dead, you know, plants. Nothing's on the trees. We're and, over it. Yes, we're over it by February. Yes. So as you're heading into that month, Try to take better care of yourself proactively, going yeah. into it, you know, take care of your diet, take care of your mind, take care of your body, go see Jess and do some, do some yoga. Yeah. It's going to be, um, getting into more movement, louder music, encouraging spicier food. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what those classes are going to be starting in February. Okay. And then we're going to really ramp up, start as we get into March. And then it's just going to be loads of fun through the spring. Love yes. it. Love it. So yes. how do people find you to sign up for those classes? Uh, yes. On my website, vedajess.com slash yoga. Mm -hmm. You can get information about that there. Um, you can look and see kind of like what I'm all about professionally mm -hmm. on yep. my entire website, uh, vedajess.com. So V-E-D-A-J-E-S-S.com. Very good. Can they find you on social media as well? Absolutely. Yes. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. And then, of course, please join my Nourish Mama community. Yes. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Well, this has been a lovely conversation. I so appreciated you being here. Yes, I appreciate it too. And I have to say, Josh and I are very excited at the idea of your Jamaica oh, retreat. Oh, my Jamaica retreat. Yes. yes. My couple's intimacy retreat. Yes. Oh, that would be so exciting to have you there. Yes. We and the other coach, Christine, are getting really, really stoked about mm -hmm. this trip. Mm -hmm. um, you know, putting together all the details of what we're actually going to 
go through with our couples. Um, we have four days of like workshops, and then we'll have a Rastafarian shaman do a oh. recommitment ceremony at the end. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. And we we won't keep you in workshops all day long. I promise. It's you know we're gonna give you some time time in a classroom setting, mm-hmm, but then mm-hmm. it's you know go off and have fun, practice this on your own in your room, Yay. or you know go to that private nude island oh. and have a little fun over there. Amazing. I don't know. Amazing. And I hope that you have. Of couples who have had children and definitely need to rediscover yeah. their think, sexual identity. I think that'll be a good majority of what we have is yes. parents who they love each other. They really do. This is not couples that are like on the verge of divorce. Like mm-hmm. that's not what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. We want people who like you guys are like you love each other. Mm-hmm. Like that oozes out, but like you want that deep connection. You want it to be something bigger and something grander than it has been thus far. Yeah. And, you know, the kind of thing that you, you think, like, I don't know, not to get cheesy, but, like, the kind of thing, like, movies and books are written about, you know? <laughs> like, that yes. deep, that deep, deep love and that deep, deep connection yeah. is is real. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes people have it and it just kind of wanes a little bit and you just got to reclaim it. Right. And, and you reclaim it by focusing on your, your commitment to one another. And this – Retreat is definitely designed to do that. Might as well do it in the sun and the sand. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Yes. An all-inclusive resort will make it easier. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and getting away for vacation Mm -hmm. is key for couples. It really is. Trying to do some of these things while you're at home and you're still dealing with daily duties and the kids and your job Mm -hmm. and all the things can be challenging. Getting away for a vacation is part of the point. Right. You want to remove yourself from your everyday life so you've got time to disconnect, relax, and refocus on being present with your partner. Yes. Because then a you can fantasy. take that home with you. Oh, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. Oh, I would so love you being there. Please yes. do come. Please oh, do come. Yes. I know. We've been talking about it. Good. Yay. Okay. All right. Well, <sighs> thanks you. thank you so much. I really loved talking to you today. Oh, thanks for having me. This is very informative. I really think that people probably learned a lot today. So. Oh, I certainly hope so. I, I know I did. Very fun. I did. So. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> thanks for listening to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. Please rate, subscribe, and share this podcast and check the show notes for stuff we discussed in the episode. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, but visit my website if you want more information about me and my coaching services. You can join my not safe for work email list called the Dirty Bird if you want more content about sex and relationships. You can support said content, like my work with this podcast and other forms of media, by visiting listener support with Anchor FM or visit patreon.com to become one of my patrons. Again, check the show notes. I have links for you there. My theme song is original music by M. Kusa. Until next time.